up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. everyone welcome to the plus platoon we are a disney plus fan podcast that gives honest spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on disney plus we look at new releases coming attractions and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic that disney that's on the platform make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment i'm gonna bring in kate kate good to see you good to see you too brother i hear that you're all done with school I am yeah. <laughs> summertime, summertime, some, 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 summertime, summertime. <laughs> Next, we have got Peter. Pete, welcome to welcome from Disney. You are muted, by the way. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, if you're the beautiful background is my uh, my room at Saratoga Springs Hotel, and um, you're looking at the Murphy bread. And I'm excited to be talking about now my favorite Marvel character that shares a name with me. Ah, well played. Well played. I wasn't sure where you were going with that. We already talked a couple weeks ago. We talked about my second favorite. We did. Marvel character that shares a name with me. We did. (laughs) Don't remember any of that. Peter Quill. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And last from the least, I could hear the scorn and derision through the the microphone and camera when I said I was done. With still a month to go, we've got Steve. Yeah, I have 21 days, 21 long days. That's 21 school days, so that's four weeks. Four weeks. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Guys, if you've not already, not already, please like, subscribe, share. That way you'll never miss any of our new episodes. And we've got some fun ones coming up. So this week, thanks to Sony and Disney finally coming to some sort of an arrangement, we have Spider-Man Homecoming has been released on Disney+. Plus. It is the first of the official MCU Spider-Man. Um, and I think Pete was trying to sing the song, still muted. Um, oh, I was, I was, I kept muted on per, per, okay. on purpose. Yeah. You didn't want to hear me sing that. That's fair. <laughs> so yeah, we are at the first of the Tom Holland Spider Man. Uh, again, this is this trilogy: Homecoming, Far From Home, and No Way Home are all Sony Columbia Pictures. They are not Disney movies even though they were done in collaboration to a point with Disney because they used Tony Stark and some of the other characters from the Disney MCU. So I'm going to start on this one with Steve. What in this movie was Avenger worthy? What worked? I liked um, 
Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I liked, um, I work with 11, 12 year olds. So the, the preteens, I know in this movie is older, but I think he just got that, that awkwardness of them trying to be cool, not cool. I enjoyed that quirkiness. I mean, I see it in my students all the time. Um, I also enjoyed Ned the, you know, when he finds out his friend's Spider-Man, just that reaction. Um, and just his excitement of here's this big secret. Um, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the story. Um, I'll admit the second time through, I lost some interest. Um, but I'm usually one of those people who read a book once, only see things once. So I, I'm trying to decide, decide, is that what the case was? Because I saw it the first time, I really enjoyed it. So I'm trying to process that. But that's what I really enjoyed. I enjoyed his version of the Spider-Man. What do you think, Derek? Um, for me, I actually really enjoyed Michael Keaton as the villain, and um, because I think he now it's the same type. He plays this type of character very well. Um, it reminds me a lot of the one was like Birdman or something that he played the 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 Oscar movie winner movie that like he literally had bird wings. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, Birdman. He was called Birdman. It was Birdman. Yeah, it was um, definitely Birdman. Honestly, Birdman. it reminds me a little bit of the um reminds me a little bit of the Batman character. He how he played Bruce Wayne. It's Michael Keaton, I think, is great. He's great as Ken in the Toy Story series. Um but to me, that's what worked. Is this I like I understood and sympathized with the villain in this one because he was getting screwed by Tony Stark and said, no, I got to look out for me. And to a point, I can kind of understand that. So, Kate, what worked for you? Um, So I grew up with the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Um, that was kind of my first journey into um, superhero movies. I wasn't a big superhero the closest I ever got to superheroes as a kid was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like I, I just didn't do a lot of superhero as a kid. Um, so I grew up with Tobey Maguire. That was kind of always how I knew Spider-Man. Uh, watching this, I agree with Steve that this is the way that he plays Spider-Man is so good. Tom Holland has this innocence about him, has this like, for lack of a better word, like naivete about him. And it's just so heartwarming the way that he plays the character, um, the kindness that he shows, the franticness that he shows, his relationship with Ned, um, his with relationship with Aunt May, and even moving into his relationship with Happy and Tony Stark. Um, you know, having recently watched through all of the Marvel movies, um, the only time that I cried. Okay, I cried two times in my entire journey through all of Marvel, everything. And both of those times had to do with Tony Stark and Peter Parker. So um, I think he's the perfect casting. I love how they subtly hinted or not so subtly that um, uh, Zendaya was uh, MJ. Uh, I love how she portrays that character. I really enjoyed this movie. I'll, I'll stop monologuing. Pete, you go. Oh no, Pete's frozen. 
Oh, no, he's not. Just kidding. Go ahead. Now he's pretending to be frozen. No, he's, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with Pete. So. Pete, are I, you there? You're moving now. I see you moving. moving. Oh, are you're you muted? muted? Oh, no. This is what happens when you try and interrupt someone's vacation at Disney. <laughs> okay, can you guys hear me? Sorry about now that. We can. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> and <laughs> just got muted again. So, okay. It's okay, Pete. Pete, you can do, you know, you know, hold up signs. Kate, I, Kate got expert at that earlier on, early in our career. So, he's on the moon. No, he's not. <laughs> well, it might have been a little bit more enjoyable. Um, so, um, yeah, Pete's suddenly having problems. So I'm going to. Yeah, Pete has completely frozen up on us. So, Sally, I'm going to pull Pete down until we know that he's got his stuff together. So oh, I have something to add, though. Go ahead. Okay. I, enjo- I enjoyed Happy. I, I felt yes. like. He played the role so well, sort of like I got assigned to this job that I don't really want. I felt like I got that feel, but grown to like really like Peter and wanted to be there and support sort of sort of that. Oh, here we go again. So yeah. I thought it was a great, great portrayal. So, okay. Now, Kate. Yeah. What should have kept its identity secret? What did um, work for this? Yeah, I actually struggled with this question a little bit because I felt like this really was a really well-rounded movie. Um, I do kind of wish they had pushed a little bit more um, into MJ. Like, I wish that they had given us a little bit more MJ and not just um, so much on Peter and Ned, but... Um, and I, I do wish a little bit that they could have given us just a tiny bit more with Tony Stark and um, Peter Parker. Maybe not him totally as Spider-Man, but having them at least like, like, I don't know. I, I wanted a little bit more of that interaction. And maybe I wanted more of that because I know what's coming. Because I know like what, where the storyline is going. But um, that uh, that's really kind of it that I can that I could really touch on what do you what do you think Steve for me it was the music because every time that music background because being West Coast going to Disneyland all the time and riding the Spider-Man ride it's that same little ditty over and over and over and that's where my brain would always go so for me the song became really distracting that's fair that's fair right this is like it's catchy you know why they picked it Yep, um, that's fair. I go back and forth on the villain. I, I wanted more, but then, like you're saying, Derek, it was done well. You could understand where the villain was coming from. Um, I was trying to remember watching this. Was it not re- was it not revealed that he was the father until um, he opened the door? Correct. He, okay, because that's what's trying. Like no. the second time I'm watching, I'm like, oh, I know he's the villain. Well, 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 point, well. Opens the door and, and goes, oh crap. Right. Okay. That's what I'm trying to remember. So I think watching then that was like that was sort of a nice little surprise. So I for the record, I did not see that coming the first time I saw yeah. this. Okay. 
Go ahead, Pete. Pete is back with us. Pete, I'll give you a chance to, you know, say what did work and then what didn't work. Okay. Can you hear me, guys? Yes. yes. Good. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Disney Wi-Fi, not the best. No, uh uh-uh. <laughs> um, but you can hear me now? You're good. Yes. Okay. Um, so uh, what I one of the things I really liked about this movie is it was not an origin story. Um, it picked up right when, uh, right basically after Civil War. I mean that first scene where we're seeing Peter's, uh, you know, camera footage of the stuff that happened in the movie in the uh, Captain America Civil War. It didn't tell us, you know, we didn't know how he got bit by a spider and all that. You know how his uncle. Ben died, any of that stuff. I was so happy when I originally saw this movie because, like, they did that twice already, right? They did it the Tobey Maguire movie, they did it the Andrew Garfield movie, completely skipping over the origin. We never need another Peter Parker origin story. <laughs> we know it. Um, yep. So that I like that I liked a lot. I like I I tend to like for the most part the the Marvel movies that are smaller scale. Um, to end up being my favorite, and this was not a big world no disaster right. movie, right? It was right. very much as as they said in the movie, your friendly neighborhood Spider Man. I mean, it was something that was happening fairly locally, um, and so I liked that it was a smaller story. Um, I tend to like those Marvel movies the best. Uh, uh, so many just big world ending battles that are can get kind of boring um, from a, and, and I, I agree with a lot of what you guys said on the, on the plus side, on the negative side. Um, I will say that like Peter was kind of annoying at times, um, but, and we were, we were joking about it or I was joking about it with Derek that it's, it's basically like Harry Potter, Dumbledore relationship with him and t- Tony Stark that like, Peter wants to be wants to be useful. Tony won't tell him anything. So he goes and does stuff anyways. And then he gets into trouble and he gets yelled at the entire time. And then at the end, when he ends up saving the day, just like Harry Potter, Dumbledore goes, good job, Harry. And that's what Tony did at the end of this. Good job, Peter. Yep. <laughs> um, so that that kind of there was some of that, that that annoyed me. I did uh, back to the good side. I mean, I totally agree with Derek. I actually think Michael Keaton is the vulture. It, historically, the vulture is kind of a goofy character in the comics. And um, I thought they did a good job of taking that character and making him at least interesting and somewhat sympathetic. Um, and I did similar to what you said, Kate, I did not see the first time I saw it. I did not see the twist of the, the girl he liked her, his, her dad was the bad guy yeah. and, yeah. you know, just him though, watching this a second time, like the first time I saw it, I remember like as, as Michael Keaton's figuring out that he's Spider-Man, I was like, Oh, this is kind of, you know, this is kind of cool. He's figuring this out. Watching it this time. I was like, how did he, there was like no way he would figure that out <laughs> you know so anyways uh that's those are my positives and negatives okay yeah that's fair um before i get to what i didn't necessarily like about this i will say i loved the academic decathlon angle just because <laughs> in high school 
academic guys, academic decathlon competitions are real things. There are 10 different tests and speeches and stuff you do. And there's state tests and there's national tests. And it wasn't as much the, the quiz bowl type that they showed. It's more, you go, you say, you take a multiple choice test and see who does the best. Um, one thing I love about that competition is it actually to have a good team, you have to have three different GPA levels. You have to have like a three to three seven five, a three seven five to a three two five, and then you have to have three team members that have less than a three point two five GPA. Wow! So to make a good team, it takes it, it's not just the super smart kids. So I like that. That being said, the first okay, the first five minutes with Michael Keaton. I enjoyed the next, however long with Peter in high school. I deal with that stuff (laughs) day of my life. I am dealing with Peter Parker's and I, I don't know if it was the end of the school year or if he played it so brilliantly. I just wanted to smack him. (laughs) Um, not literally, of course, because a teacher should never hit a student. <laughs> but Derek, I think, like you said, I think that's why it's so well. I think it hits so hit so close to home for us that it does. it's done so well. But at the same time, I don't want to watch that in my movies. <laughs> I deal with it every day. That was it. It tr- and of course, it's the end of the school year. But that triggered something for me seeing him, especially the home movie part with the, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It's every kid on TikTok ever. Every high school and even middle schooler on TikTok ever. It's it. I. Right. But, but that might annoy you. But in the end, what, who they're trying to appeal with to that, they're probably doing a pretty good job. But to me, yeah. Um, I also I don't know that this was a story that needed telling. Um, just within the MCU, because Pete, well, you say yes, it's small scale. Do we have? Okay, I have not. I have not seen the other two Spider-Man movies. Is Far from home, pre or po- pre Infinity War. Po- they're both post. They're both they're, yeah. They're, they're both, both after the same. Yeah, yeah, they're both post Endgame. Yeah. Okay. Do we ever figure out how he actually decides to join the Avengers? I must have missed that part because at the end of this one, he says no. So in in Infinity War, he, he never really joins the Avengers. In Infinity War, he sees the spaceship come down to attack Manhattan, and he's got the suit from Tony Stark. So he goes right. to help, okay. and he ends and he sees Tony, and he ends up following him into space. And basically, that's how he ends up being okay. being part of it. And then he's. At the end of, I don't think these are spoilers anymore. Yeah. At the end of Infinity War, he's snapped, so he's not in Endgame until the very so, end. Yeah, until the very end. So he's he he never really is an Avenger, um, and except at the end of Endgame. At the end of Endgame, yeah, because he actually he's at the funeral. Yeah. So because his dad died. So yeah. Um, 
Uh, I'm, I'm guessing that was the other time that you cried. Uh, so many tears. <laughs> so many tears. Um. So, but for me, the whole dealing with him as a high school student was not something that I wanted to really see. And that that's what really, and it was a typical Marvel movie in the fact that, yes, there wasn't a big baddie, but there was a normal, there was a small baddie, but there was a big fight scene at the end. I mean, a huge fight scene at the end. Yeah. So, okay. We have seen adventure movies from, by my count, just about everybody on the, actually, I think we have seen, yeah, from just about everybody on the Avengers and some people, either movies or series from people that are not on the Avengers. Pete, knowing that we've, we've got the Don Cheadle character has a series coming. Knowing that we've got Ironheart coming, which is basically Iron Man 2.0, the, the kid that takes over the Iron Man role. And we've got um, Echo coming. Are there any other of the Avenger solo movies, either a second or third or fourth or 27th one you want to see of some of them? Or one that you haven't seen yet? Are there any of those you want to still see be made? Yeah, they're they're running out of characters, aren't they? I mean, I, I shouldn't say that. There's lots of characters, shame, but they're ru- they're running out of like well-known major characters. It seems feels like. Yes. Um, I don't know if this counts, but because it's not truly solo, but I would really, I still want to see a good Fantastic Four movie. Because there's been three Fantastic Four movies. Oh, and there's one. There is one of those coming. There is one of those coming. Uh, I mean, so it's technically not solo in that it's not a single character, but the Fantastic Four. They're known as a group. Right, right. They're they're separate from the Avengers, and they eventually join the Avengers. Everybody does. Um, But uh, yeah, I think that if I had to pick one that I want to see a good I feel like it's a I feel like they're characters that can tell a good story but boy the 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 best of the um well, there's no good ones there's no, no there's, there's, there's ones. no good ones no the 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 first um the first one where Captain America was uh Johnny Storm was okay and the the sequel was terrible. The Silver Surfer sequel was terrible. The Roger Corman, if anybody wants to see like one of the worst movies ever made, you can you can dig up on YouTube the Roger Corman Fantastic Four. Um, and then the most recent Fantastic Four was also terrible. So that would be my pick. Um, yeah, my, I had a hard time coming up with a a solo character that uh, that I feel like hasn't hasn't had something already and I, I it said i'm sure there's some out there that are good characters but i can't think of one what about what about you derek um for me and it's a series that has in theory been in development but especially since the end of wandavision i want to see where white vision goes i want to see a a, a, a a vision that has had all of the all the memories transferred to him. So he is now truly vision. I want to see, I want to see more of vision because I love the intellectual, the very 
thought-provoking, yet caring, yet no, this is not how this works. You can't do this. I love you, but you can't do this, and this isn't real. I loved those conversations he had to have with Wanda. Heartbreaking, completely heartbreaking. But at some point, someone has to stand up and say, that's enough. We can't do this anymore. And you should stop. I think that's honestly part of the reason that I like the um, Doctor Strange of the Multiverse of Madness is he had to have those conversa- that conversation with Wanda of that's enough. I'm still so surprised you liked that movie. Yeah. Uh, it was scary. So am I. It was oh, scary. No, it, it wasn't that scary. It was scary to me. So, mm-hmm. demented um, Wanda, no thank you. <laughs> okay, you're gonna have to be more specific on that one. This <laughs> is bad. I mean, it was good, but anyway. Um, but so for me, I want to make sure that the series or a movie or something comes out with where is vision? Where has vision been the last three years? Okay, Kate? so I have two. Um, neither of them are. Like, oh my God, they're an Avenger. In fact, one of them, I'm pretty sure, is not even really, but she is in the MCU. Uh, my first one is Mantis. Mantis is my favorite um, Avenger. I love Mantis. I love Mantis. I would love, uh, and I want it to be a comedy. You're telling me a whole movie of Mantis wouldn't just Hell yeah. be oh, I think it could you. be so funny. I think it could be so funny. It but, could you be gotta so have, funny. but you gotta have Drax or someone with her. Absolutely. 100%. She's, she's, but like, it could even be her origin story. It, it would be so funny. So, I would love, but Mantis is my, my favorite favorite. So, um, Mantis or um, Yelena. Black Widow's sister. I would love a movie. Now, I don't think she's technically an Avenger or even yeah, a good yeah. guy. She she eventually becomes... I think she eventually picks up Black Widow's mantle. Okay. But um, I think that she is kick-ass, but also hilarious. So, I would love to see something with Yelena. There you go. Steve? And then I'm going off script because I couldn't think of the Avenger. So, I was thinking... What would I want to see? And I'm thinking what they've done in fast with Disney villains is a movie that focuses on one of the villains and sort of their story. Doesn't necessarily mean showing the good side of them, but why are they the way they are? I don't know which one I'd pick. Okay, pick one. That okay? No, 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 no. I want to go. No, I. I, if you're if you're giving me the caveat that it does not have to be showing their good side, it is truly the villain origin story. Thanos, yeah. Who Thanos? Okay. Thanos. Okay. Wait, does it have to be MCU? No, it does not have to be MCU. But it has to either be it has to be a Disney property. But I'm going to say for Thanos, we know we found out why he did what he did. We found out in that craptastic movie, The Eternals. <laughs> he snapped it to keep to try to save Earth. Was the no, whole he didn't. Behind. No, he didn't. But there's so much more. I mean, like, why are you so just... I mean, there's more. It doesn't have to have the good side or whatever, like where the Disney revillain movies are. But why are you evil? What made you the way you are? Pete, how about you? Well, I already went. I said fantastic. No, 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 no. no. A villain villain you want to see a movie of? A villain I want to see a movie of. (sighs) Hmm. 
or an origin story for. Yeah. Kate, you've got one. Go ahead. I have, I have two, actually. Oh. Um, uh, first, Pain and Panic from uh, Hercules. I want to see okay. how Pain and Panic got to where they are. Uh, number two is the Shadow Man from Princess Tiana. From T- Princess and the Frog. I want to know his how he came to be uh, have friends on the other side. I would love to know his origin story. Okay, that's fair. Um, for me, and I've given you a little bit more time to think, Pete. Um, for me, I want to see a good non-redemptive Maleficent story. I want to see something where Maleficent, she is the mistress of all evil. How did she, I mean, because like, it almost has to be like she's born evil. And these are all the other evil things she has done to make them upset with her. And the end of the movie then is her not being invited to the christening or the introduction. To me, that's where it has to start because the whole she's known Aurora all her life. And it, no, 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 I agree with you, Pete. I, I want the movie that tells me why they're so evil. Not this, they were good, and now, like, what made them who they are? Pete? I don't know. The problem I'm having with it is, like, any of these, like, village and origin stories, I generally don't like them. So, (laughs) I can't think of one I really want to see, because I... I don't want to see that. I don't, like, I want a villain to be a villain. I mean, I I don't mind... Like in this movie where you have the vulture and you understand his motives. Sure. Okay. He's just trying to, he's just trying to stay afloat and he got into this and, you know, um, fine. But I I don't, I don't need to have a story about a villain. The villain's there to, to be the nemesis and to be the dark side of the good guys, light side. I don't. I don't need to know every de- detail about it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on this one. And, and for the most, and Pete, 99 of the time, I agree with you. I do not need these origin stories, especially the origin story remakes. I'm sorry, coming out in 2024, do we really need? Scar. No, they're doing Mufasa though. Oh, Mufasa though, right? Yeah, they're doing a prequel. Yeah, yes. how does Mufasa come to power? How is it live action or is yes, it animated? Live action. Yeah. Oh, oh. my only thought was at least they didn't do Scar, but you know, that's going to be half the movie is how Scar turned against him. Yeah. So, okay. As we always do, we rate our movies on cups of pixie dust out of five. Kate, what are you giving Spider-Man homecoming? I'm going to give it a four. I'm going to give it a four, unless all you jokers come in way lower than that. Go ahead, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so between two and a half and a three. And I'm trying to think like the first time I really enjoyed it this time, I kept on losing interest. And I'm going to go with three. I'm going to go three because the first time I really enjoyed it. For me, it was not a rewatchable. And the second time through, I did not enjoy it as much. But the first time, I really enjoyed everything. So in that case, I'm going to go with the three. Yeah, this was the second time I saw it. But I did enjoy it a lot the second time. Um, And so I'm going with Kate and I'm giving it a four also. 
I'd give it a four for sure. And Kate, this Joker gives it a two. Wow. As as much as I enjoyed Michael Keaton, I dislike Tom Holland. Tom Holland has been amazing in some stuff. But just the super innocent, gee, Mr. Stark, I'm a high school student. I want to help. I can't. And that's why I loved him. I love that innocent, like... It's okay, Mr. Stark. What do you need, Mr. Stark? Like, uh, uh, okay, uh. so if, so if any of Derek's students are watching this, now you know know how not to, be now you know. to get oh, his oh, help. They know. Oh, trust me, they know that by this point. But I'm not going to see him for another three months, so it'll be fine. <laughs> so, um, okay, Kate, what have you got this week for the Disney Plus news? And I know we it's only not have one happy news. Yeah, we only have one thing for Disney Plus news, and y'all, ugh. Effective this Friday, Disney Plus is going to start removing some of the less successful shows and series from the service. Among these are the Mysterious Benedict Society, Big Shot, and Mighty Ducks Game Changers. There is no information on if these shows will ever appear again. And like some of those I can be gone with, but Mysterious Benedict Society. Now, Kate, in fairness, have you actually watched season two yet? No, because I didn't know it was out. And see, that's it's been out since like last. It's been out a long time. Yeah, I found out that it was out. We did like a recap of something, yeah, and I like, found out that like, it was out then, like and I still have it. December, and yeah, we did. Yeah, we did that recap in in January, I think. Yeah, yeah. so you still haven't but gone I, back and watched but I it. I forgot. But, yeah. yeah, was um, it? Didn't they pull Willow also? Willow will be yes. pulled. Um, a lot of I'm just scrolling through them. Originally, Howard was on the list, but it has actually been said that it's going to be kept. Um, But some of the other stuff, okay, this is going to break your heart, Kate. Own the Room is getting pulled. What? The Jeff Goldblum show, I think I saw yes, was yes. The Je- world according to Jeff Goldblum is going away. A lot of National Geographic stuff that isn't that popular is going away. Uh, we've been talking beforehand, and the thought is that this is going to be a big tax write-off because the whole we didn't make any money on this, so we need to pull them off of there so people can't continue to use them, and therefore we can say we lost all that money of production. Yeah. So Thanks. I think. It's- Honestly, I think between this and the Star Wars Hotel, they could be looking at three quarters of a billion dollars of write-offs. Well, plus, they're not doing the extent expansion anymore here, moving all the California people to Lake Nona. They, it was like a like a one-point-something billion dollar thing, and it's cut. Yeah. So. Okay. Next week. So they couldn't pull, they couldn't pull She-Hulk instead, huh? Oh, gosh. No, they just never should have made She-Hulk. Although, it looked like they pulled it before they made it. Uh, the CGI in, they already pulled it. Listen, y'all, that's next up in Casey. We're in Moon Knight right now. And then we got to watch She-Hulk. Enjoy Moon Knight. Enjoy She-Hulk <laughs> again. I yeah. liked Moon Knight. I like I like Moon Knight. Moon Knight, Moon Knight. great. But... Um, She-Hulk, She-Hulk, that is going to be your penance for one of your penance watchings for going the rest of the way through the MCU is having to watch yeah. She-Hulk again. Other, other than maybe two episodes, I would have a hard time going back to She-Hulk. 
I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't see watching it again for anything. Trying to look up real quick exactly how much Casey and I have left, which is not very much at not all. Much. Um, I know we talked last week about how Echo is being dropped all at once. Um, I have read in several places that that is part of it is because it is so bad that Marvel has basically said, let's get it through one news cycle and let's get it out there. I've also seen in multiple places where they essentially had to go in after the first shoot and reshoot just about the entire series because they had to rewrite it. Wow. So it's... It looks like the only things Casey and I have left, we have She-Hulk, then Miss Marvel, Thor Love and Thunder, Werewolf by Night, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume. Can I can I say I want a, a solo movie for Werewolf by Night? Because I want to know more about this guy. Yes. Oh, I'll agree with that. Yes. I'll agree with that. Show me, give me another one of those next Halloween. Especially yeah. if you compare it with a, another Muppets Haunted Mansion. Yeah. So, not the whole Haunted Mansion movie that's coming out in the coming year. So, I think it's one of those, it's rated PG-13, which means they're trying to be scary. So, uh, we'll see. Guys, next week, we are not live. Um, Pete is in Disney World. I will be in Disney World. Kate is getting married. Steve's still in the... Uh, Disneyland. He's going to be Disneyland. Be Disneyland. So, we have... Uh, a while back, we taped a uh, episode on the original animated Beauty and the Beast. And if you listen to our ratings review show, you actually kind of got a preview for what we said our ratings were for that. But so next week will be Beauty and the Beast in two weeks. And because you're going to need two weeks to watch it, we're doing <laughs> the first Avatar movie. The first one? The first one is in two weeks because in three weeks, it will be the second one. Oh, you're going to make us watch both? Yes. Woof. Yeah. Yeah. So good, there's the good news there. is I just watched them. So, okay. That's fair. <laughs> Guys. We do have some shows coming up where we're going to need some suggestions, especially come July. Um, please email us at plusplatoon at gmail.com. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, everywhere at Plus Platoon. There are new episodes every Thursday on YouTube and all major podcasting services. For Kate, Steve, and Pete, thank you for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody. watching this week's episode of the plus platoon be sure to subscribe to the plus platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week then head over to apple podcast and leave those five star reviews as they help make the plus platoon visible to even more disney plus fans also go to youtube and like and subscribe to the plus platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.